This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 536. Here we grow with Coach Elias Hernandez. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. And joining me today is a certified positivity practitioner and coach, Elias Hernandez. And I want to welcome you to the show today. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It's an honor to be here. So I've got a little bit of history with you. I remember years ago, you and your wife, Jill, had shown up at one of my events. Actually, you had connected with me just before that. And then you came to an event where I was speaking and you assisted with my book sales table. Do you remember that? I do. I do. I remember that. Yeah. And one of the books that that is on the table after I give a keynote or a training is called Portable Positivity. Now, some of you might be familiar with this. I've got the big book, the full version of Pathological Positivity. Well, the little book, the mini book, Portable Positivity, is the model for positivity that I use in my practice. And if you want to get a copy of that, just go to liveonpurposeradio.com slash the model. And you can see the model that I'm referring to. That's not the mini book, but it's the model that the mini book describes. And Elias and his wife, Jill, were there. They were helping me to sell books. And they said to me, I didn't get this in quotes, Elias. So you can (laughs) give your own version if you want to. But they said to me, hey, we would really love to do some of what you do. Is that close? Yes. Yes. And since then, they have been... Uh, students of mine, they are now certified as positivity practitioners and coaches. And Elias, you've set up your own coaching practice, focusing on positivity. And you have now translated that mini book into Spanish. Yeah, it's interesting. Like the, the whole story, you know, like even before that, is that my wife, Jill, worked at the same school with Vicky. Oh, that's right. And, Our wives worked in the and same school. And one day, like they, they were in the lunchroom. And they were having that conversation. My wife and I were thinking about uh, ways to help people, to empower them and and to coach, you mm-hmm. know, especially since we had at that point overcome so many problems and issues in our marriage. And, and we decided, you know, because we have this experience, how can we help now other people? And mm. we wanted to start speaking. And that's when Vicky mentioned to her, my husband is a speaker. Mm-hmm. And he was the president of the National Speakers Association. And my wife was like, we want to meet him. We want to meet him. <laughs> and I forgot that part of the know, story. And she told me uh, when she came home and I'm like, let's take him to dinner, which mm-hmm. you never, I don't know, like if uh, we invited you or anything. I don't know if we did or not. But at the end, we came to your office. Right. We had a conversation here. and. I was like, wait a minute. That's the direction I wanted to take in my business. 
Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, you know, I have a degree. I went to college. I have over two decades of practicing this positivity, mm-hmm. psychology. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I need to wait 20 to 25 years before I get to that point? And I was like, <laughs> hmm, trying to think, how can I uh, do what you're doing? And that's when you talk about this event that you were going to. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. we came to to observe what you were doing, how you were doing it. And we assist on the book uh, stand. And we were like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what we wanted to do. You know, that connects <laughs> to, to our values, to the ideas I had, you know. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, I had an idea and he already wrote about it. He already created a model on it. Hmm, I'm so mad at you, Dr. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but because you know, I stole your idea somehow. Yes. How do you do that? Well, you know, that's interesting, Elias, because the principles of positivity are not just something that somebody made up. They they really get back to natural laws, eternal principles that are true. And so a lot of people resonate with those. But I had reduced it to a model that is pretty easy to understand. And uh, I remember another experience that we had together, Elias, because I was going to do a program in Colorado. And it was at a time when I was recovering from Achilles surgery on my feet. And uh, the, the people who hired me to come out and speak asked if I could do it in Spanish as well. And so my mind starts going ding, 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 ding. I can't speak Spanish, but I sure know somebody who can and who understands the principles of positivity. And uh, I think that was one of the main steps toward taking this to the next level where you actually translated the book Portable Positivity uh, into Spanish because you had an opportunity to go present with me in Colorado. Do you remember that? I do. I do. Yes. So, Elias, um, there are people who are listening who might be in the same place where they're thinking, I really love this stuff. I I think it's in me to go out there and and help people or to do some coaching or share principles of positivity. Um, You've been down that road. What would you recommend to people who might be thinking that? You know, uh, first of all, uh, I think that thinking about systems is uh, the most important thing because just living our life the way it is, it seems like we are just reacting and we connect that to be lucky. If you're lucky enough, then we'll make it, you know, otherwise when mm. you're surviving and, and and that was like my life, that was where I was. And then I understood that there were patterns. Mm. And, and those patterns, you know, if we really understand and if we really pay attention on the clues behind those uh, and we follow those, the result, you know, anticipates. You know, we can anticipate to that. And uh, so it's not luck. No, it seems like, right. <laughs> but no, well, are, in principles, go beyond uh, any language. Right. They, and any cultures, you know, we can use these principles. Uh, just that like you're talking about the people in, in Colorado where we went, 
the population there speak like 50% of the population speaks Spanish in that area. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like a lot of uh, Spanish speaking people. And a lot of those people, they work in, in the resorts, in the restaurant industries and, you know, right. uh, hotels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where my background um, was, you know, coming from the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw many things that I can say now I'm lucky to be here. And now that I have this positivity in my hands, this book, when we were translating, it gave me the chance to, or the opportunity to think back on those days. Mm-hmm. Why was I stuck or not uh, thriving, just surviving? Um, and I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. this. This is a story that I haven't told in my social media. I haven't told to really anyone. So I'm going to share this with you today. And Right here at Live On Purpose Radio. You learn with Dr. Paul a lot about... Uh, Breathing, how breathing is important, right? Yeah. And working in this restaurant industry, just imagine Friday nights. Mm. They're full, they're packed, you know. Busy. There is a big chaos in the kitchen, but also service, you know. Mm-hmm. And what happens when there are mistakes? So, or we're in the same team, but we're not in the same page. Mm. So we feel like all this adrenaline running in our blood. And if there is um, like a, a plate that is sent back as a server or as a cook, I see that and I'm like, and I'm like I sent everything right. Why are you sending that back? Mm-hmm. I have so many other things to do. Then other tables that I need to serve. And we start fighting on that. Okay, this is a story. There was one time working with people in the same kitchen. At some point we were considered friends and that adrenaline was so high. That energy was so high Mm -hmm. and at some point negative. So we got into a fight in the kitchen. Hmm. Even though you're on the same team. Yes. And I have a mark of a knife on my hands right now. Oh man. You know, and that was because we didn't know what to do just to react. Well, your and, brain does this, right? I mean, your brain's job is to keep you safe and to prove you right. And both of those are in our way all the time. And, you know, but that still, for many people, is still a secret. Right. They don't know that. Right. And, and that's why I decided that I want to uh, bring this or uh, become the bridge. Mm-hmm. From a portable positivity to positividad portátil and deliver to my people, people that speak Spanish like me, mm-hmm. people that uh, immigrate to this country with dreams, with, uh, you know. Which you did desire. as a yeah. young man. Exactly. Very young. I was young, yes. How old were you when you were I was 15 years old. And, and you came by yourself. Yeah, basically like not having anything... Uh, Except that I wanted my life to be better. Right. But I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. I had not planned out anything. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I want to go and I want my life to be better. I want to find these freedoms that I didn't have at home. I want to do my life the way I wanted. I didn't want anyone to be telling me uh, what to do, mm-hmm. to be telling me when to go to bed, 
And then right. I got hired. And they were telling me when to go to work, when to, <laughs> when to go <laughs> what home. What to do and when so, to do it. Exactly. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream, Elias. Yes, that's the American dream. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, there's a couple of things about this that I think are so fascinating and so inspiring. A lot of people look at their life and they think, oh, well, uh, I, there's nothing I can do. This is, it is what it is. I like that. <laughs> and we use that in teaching positivity. It is what it is. But it could always be better. It could always be worse. And you took your situation and did what you could do with it. I, I love the, the name of, of uh, the episode that I saw on your website of your podcast. Here we grow. Right? Yes. Which is kind of a wordplay. But it, when life hands you these challenges, you can grow from it or you can become a victim and and hide in the corner somewhere. And what I've what I've observed you doing the whole time that I've known you is that you take it on and you use it as a growth experience. You've done that through your entire life. And and this book, Positividad Portatil. How did I do? <laughs> I'm practicing. I don't it was better. Sense. It was better. I, I'm the author, but you're the translator. Um this book is an example of that because you saw, okay, here's some tools. You know, when you were assisting me at the book table, here's some tools that are awesome and can help people learn principles of positivity, but oh, well, they're not in Spanish. So. Right. And then do nothing about it. And do nothing about it. Or you can step up like you did and said, look, this is going to help some people. This is going to change some people's lives. I have to do this. And you took it on. And now it's in your head. Yes. And you use that in your coaching and in your speaking. Yes. And it's really fulfilling. You know, uh, to me, that became a part, uh, big part of my mission. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I want to empower people, you know, uh, even though I didn't write this book, but uh, I really got, I, I think I benefited the most by translating it. First, we had mm. a team, you know, that really helped, you know, and then yes. like re, uh, doing all the revising it. And and because I've seen books out there in Spanish and I, I can tell you this and I don't hesitate to tell you this. And I read them, but they were written first in English. And the translation mm -hmm. sometimes is just like so literal mm -hmm. and it means something there. And I really believe that this book uh, has a spirit of its own. Mm -hmm. There are things that uh, when you read the story, when you read uh, something here, it will trigger other things in your brain, other ideas. Mm -hmm. And it's up to you to build on those ideas and carry on that, not just as an idea, but then take action on that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and other books that I read, you know, they're just like, they have like a translation and it says the same thing in Spanish. But it lacks that, uh, uh, like that desire that when you read, you know, that uh, yeah. that's, I would say that spirit of uh, the book mm -hmm. that will um, inspire you, motivate you to create something mm -hmm. with it, not just read this information and, oh, looks great, you know, but really give you that vision. You know, the book becomes a symbol 
of exactly what we're talking about. Because the title of our episode here today, like with your podcast, here we grow, right? When something that you encounter in your life seems difficult or challenging or frustrating, you can you can close up like a victim in the corner somewhere, or you can say, okay, here we grow. Right. And you grow into it and you create something from it. And when you really understand the principles that are here, this is what I love about this, is that uh, it gives you cho- uh, choices. Mm-hmm. So you have options now. When you understand this, you can remain in that it is what it is mm-hmm. and you have nothing to do about it. Mm-hmm. Or it is what it is. And what am I going to do with this? With this. Right. You see, so uh, I I believe that we all like options, mm-hmm. you know, and we can create and we can take responsibility of that, what we uh, what we have right now, but also what we are creating. And, right. you know, and are we happy with what we have? And I, I even the introduction, you know, um, mm-hmm. the foreword like done by Dan Clark. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, that that guy is really smart, you know. The way that he said it, the way you know, uh, if you consider to be a successful person, you know, what it is success for you, and and thinking like some people, uh, they get you know what they want, but some people that are beyond, uh, they reach beyond success is those that uh, want what they get. Mm. You know? And I think this book really, really uh, opens that option to you. You know, mm-hmm. are you happy with what you what you have or is just, right. you know, uh, something else? This is what I love about psychology is because the uh, the paradoxes that come up, you know, getting what you want versus wanting what you get. And when we turn it around and do it in the proper order, we get really good with what we have. It's it's like, I'm so grateful and happy, and I feel so richly and abundantly blessed with this great life. And from that place, you can go create something even better. But a lot of people get stuck in that negativity. You were mentioning this earlier. They get stuck in that negative trap. Oh, this is my hard life and I just have to accept it as it is. What would have happened to you, Elias, if you would have just gone into victim mode back when you were a teenager? You know, I, I think that for many years I was there. I was a victim. Been there, done that. I I didn't like uh, what my life looked like. And, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not okay with this. Mm. You know, I work, uh, I mean, I, I come from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not uh, child abuse there. Mm-hmm. This is normal. We mm-hmm. work since we were little. So I was working, uh, and I, I would consider that working because I was uh, helping with money. Yeah. Um, and I was only seven years old. When I was 11 years old, I I stopped going to school. I was working full time, and I had responsibility, responsibilities at home. At the age of 11? Yes. I had to buy my own clothes. I have to, you know, but still there were rules. And my parents were like, as long as you live under my roof, these are my rules. Right. Right. You know, and so I was so, I had so many limitations, but that's also where my spirit of entrepreneur came, you know, 
uh, I was uh, mm -hmm. always finding something to sell. You know, I was selling like uh, bleach. You know, I mm -hmm. would get like a twenty, a five gallon uh, bucket of concentrated chlorine, and just add water to it. You know, I get like uh, five times that, and go and bottle it and sell house by house. I would go and I cut some plants, you know, I would get to um, my grandpa, he has some cows, you know, I could get and, mm -hmm. and get some dirt from there and and, and plant these uh, plants, flowers, mm -hmm. water them for a little bit, wait until they're ready and go and sell them. I was always looking for stuff. I work pottery. Uh, this is great with my when hands. When you were very young. Yes. Like all this. I went back to school eventually, but it was uh, after school hours, I would go and work. Mm -hmm. you know to um to get everything that i needed to to do uh it came to like high school there was not free anymore you know yeah high school even though even before that is not free but high school was more expensive and in my family we are 10 10 kids wow so my my parents could not uh handle that financial burden and you know that was big part of my decision to move to the u.s you've learned an important principle work you've known it since you were a kid i'm curious elias how have the principles of positivity changed your life you know i going back to the same to the same question before and, and this one uh i could blame my parents just for the life i had and i could just remain like a victim of that like my parents didn't Send me to school. They didn't pay for my schooling. They it's all their and, fault. And be mad at them, you know, for mm -hmm. working since I'm little. But instead, I I I see that because of those challenges that I had, mm -hmm. and because they allow me still, you know, to work and to learn those principles, I could come to the U.S. and survive. Not just survive, but I do what I'm doing right now, which I feel. Fulfillment. I feel that that my life is way better. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have these principles of positivity, I'm not saying I would be dead or anything like that. But I'm saying uh, that my life would not be the same. Mm -hmm. You know. And I talk to a lot of people, and a lot of people know about you uh, because I always talk about Doctor Paul. I always talk about <laughs> things I learned through Doctor Paul. And, uh, you know, principles of parenting. And then I, I listen to those recordings to, uh, watch your videos. And then I think of my, my childhood mm -hmm. and, you know, I can compare in a way that my energy would go down and freak out yeah. about like, you know, my life or see how far have I come right? and make that difference and learn those principles and, and implement those with my, with my own children. Mm -hmm. And as I do all those things, I also think that as, uh, as some, like, I mean, we all are children, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and we're all still learning too. Exactly. So we can, apply those same principles that we are trying to uh, implement with our children mm -hmm. to ourselves. Right. You know, and our life will change. Our life will be different. It will improve. 
I love that uh, with these principles that we're learning, as soon as you put them to work, you see results. And now you are also coaching others to do this. You have a coaching practice. I do. In fact, I want to share with our listeners how they can get a hold of you. And we put this in the show notes as well, but it's coach hyphen Elias Hernandez, E-L-I-A-S-H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z.com, right? That's right. Coach hyphen Elias Hernandez.com. And that's where they can connect with you. I, I think I saw there that you're offering a free introductory session for anyone who wants to explore the possibility of doing some coaching with you. Yes, yes. And I'm guessing also that's a great place to get a hold of this newly translated version of Portable Positivity. It's called Positividad Portátil. Correct. Even better. I'm getting better at it. I don't speak Spanish. I speak Finnish. And it's not even translated in Finnish yet, Elias. So because of you and your good efforts and the team that you worked with, this is now available in Spanish. So a big congratulations to you for that as well, Elias. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, come over, uh, look uh, into my website, and I'll be happy to assist you and whatever I can to make your life better. Well, trust him, you guys. Elias has been a great part of our Live on Purpose family here for a number of years now. Um, now with this book fully translated and available, it's just taking these principles of positivity to more people across the globe, really. Yeah, you know. Uh, so here we grow. It's exciting yeah, to see people listening to my podcast now like in like 20 different countries. And I don't even know who they are. But I'm right. glad if they listen to this podcast, you know, um, <laughs> that is so awesome because I really uh, feel that that was my purpose. That was my yes. part of my mission. So uh, getting this and word to any anybody that uh, speak English and now that speaks Spanish, that's a big. Uh, I was going to mention you've got bilingual podcasting going on, I right? Do. You yeah. have one in Spanish and in English. And one in English. That's right. So go check it out, you guys. Elias Hernandez, you've heard it now from the Mexican version of what Dr. Paul does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it is time to go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating, too. It's time now to live on purpose. <laughs>